Don't you die on me, damn it! Hebe's dropping! Intubate, now! Cardiac arrest, he's in B-Fib! Response. Hit him again. Clear. Welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. We're here at UCBP. We always keep you waiting. I'm Heido Martinez. And I'm Arnaldo Castillo. And we're so excited to be here in this studio today. Heido, how are you, man? You look good. You know, got your hair all combed up. Thanks, man. How you are you? Looking good, man. Looking slimmer. Oh, I see. thanks, man. You I know, know you're, you're, in a, you're in a, on a certain diet. No, no, listen. I hate... Honestly, I, I gotta be honest with you. Being right. in a Hispanic culture sucks. Right. Okay. Because I don't know what it is, but people always have to talk about your weight. They have to. Either you're fatter or you're too thin. Or they'll give you the excuse of, pero su, tu si ta fuerte, which translates to you're strong. But really, in reality, what they're, they're saying They're being nice is, and saying, you're, you're fat. fat. Right? And so, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing this. I'm going to, every time, because it's usually women who do this. Okay. It's usually, like, older ladies who do it. I'm going to look at them when they say that. And let's say they tell me, oh, you're looking, you're looking a little, you know, thicker. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to look at them and be like, you're looking a little older. Oh, man. Uh, did you not wear so much makeup today? You Dang. Know, did you? Uh, Going hard. I'm, bro, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Like every freaking week when I go to, at least when I go to church, right? It's like they're saying it playfully. But like, let's say you really said this to someone like with a serious tone of voice. Um... It is what it is. We're not going to talk about it. We're in Sopro Studios today. Yes, we are. Recording, finally, in the live room. Yes. Finally. We've moved over to the second room. Uh, I don't so know if, if, you, if, if you haven't been keeping track. I'll, I'll let Heidel okay. talk. <laughs> when, <laughs> when we first started this podcast, we started it in the comfort of my mother's house, in my bedroom. Yes. Yes, um, yes, yes. Late nights. Late nights, yeah. very. Heidel would always have to tell me, keep it down. Yes. Because his mother was sleeping. We would be recording at like... 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah. Because yeah. we barely had jobs. For sure. No, I still I had a job. And barely had jobs. <laughs> <laughs> For one and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we would just like do the we would have these microphones. One microphone, I think it was, wasn't it? Or was it two? Uh, no, we, we had two? we had two, yeah. We had two uh-huh. uh very okay mics, you know, and we recorded on a little device called a Tascam DM. 2200 so that's okay because they can't hear so, <laughs> okay yeah so as you can see we are getting used to a lot of things here yes. um but anyway yeah I, I was going with something sorry sorry i was actually saying something my okay. bad my bad Th- this um, is interruption number two <laughs> go, go 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 um so then we moved on to the studio when we started doing our videos right for youtube we started with like episode 13 or 14 something like that um and then we were what we call the brick moments which was when we were behind a brick which is the room we are in right now. But then we moved over to the lobby area of Soundproof Studios, which was just a comfortable waiting area for clients. And now we are back in the live room. But now when you guys uh, take a look at the video, so that means go to youtube.com slash under the cardboard box or UCB podcast so you can check it out. Um, yeah, man, we're here, man. We're, I'm, we're, we're done with the studio. I've been talking about finishing the studio now for... What, two years since the beginning of this podcast, I've been talking about finishing the studio. And Arnaldo, I can gladly say that we are done. Yeah, man. And it looks it looks great. It looks great. I Thank see you, the man. console. Please, uh, uh, we encourage you, go over to our YouTube channel. Uh, check out our videos. Um, we promise not to bore you so much or to ramble so much, Jen Snake, which is what we're doing now. <laughs> That's right. I haven't forgotten, Jen Snake. You I can't have, forget We haven't. We haven't. It's, 2000, it's 2018. And uh, we're we're still gonna hold on to the people who have um, who have sent 
you know, taking the time to send us emails. By the way, you can send us an email under the cardboard box at gmail.com. Yes. We'd love to know what's going on with you guys and how long, um, you know, what's different about your lives now. We would love to know. Uh, but I think we, we've, we've got some things to talk about. We've got an elephant in a room to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Survive will be the topic of the day. I believe so. And um, stay tuned for that. Yeah. But before we get into that, we're going to we're going to we're going to talk about some news. We're going to talk about some news um, and we hope that it will be informative to you. For sure. Heidel, yes. Are you ready to start episode 56? Let's start the show. The CB News. So as you can see, um, not a lot going on in uh, Metal Gear news. Um, there's not a lot of information going on, but there are some things, and you know that we have been following Death Stranding uh, for the little bit of breadcrumbs that it's been leaving us, uh, and then we've got some Konami news. So, Heidel, take it away. So, for our first piece of news is God of War director Corey Barlog said, I learned so much from Konjiba's games. Game director Corey Barlog just realized his latest game, uh, sorry, just released his latest game, God of War, to universal acclaim. The PlayStation 4 title has sold over 3 million units in its first three days on the market and is still topping the charts after three weeks. On Twitter, user French, Stran- uh, French Stranding asked him if he was taking any inspiration from Kojima's games over the years. Corey responded, quote, I learned so much from Kojima's games. I remember losing so much sleep bringing on MGS2. Uh, actually, he said binging on MGS2. I was so tired at the point that when the Codex conversation started breaking the fourth wall, I literally thought they were talking directly to me. I freaked out. Master effing class, end quote. Um, chiming in on the conversation Twitter, user Dave Maverick praised how both Metal Gear Solid 2 and God of War do a good job on raising the question of what we want to transmit to our children and future generations. Corey responded by saying, quote, thank you, Dave. That was on my mind a lot during the production of this game. Nice to hear that it resonated with the people, end quote. Um, God of War makes use of single shot without any cuts to tell its story. This is something Kojima experienced with as well uh, with MGS5. However, according to Corey, his idea of using this technique wasn't inspired by MGS5, but rather something he wanted to do for several years. Uh, He said, Quote, MGS5 and Hellblade had single-shot camera elements in them. It seemed we were all working on the similar idea at the same time. But for the idea for the single shot was something I was thinking about and pitching for years before I came back to Sony and quotes. Um, I will talk more about God of War uh, later in the show. Uh, But that's awesome. A lot of developers uh, mention Kojima for his efforts and his games. No surprise there, right, Arnaldo? Not at all. I mean, they're both great games. And uh, as a tribute to God of War, I would just like to say something very important. Boy. Konima Ko- Konami has announced <laughs> strong results in financial report, but doesn't comment on Metal Gear Survive's performance. Oof. Konami released their earnings report for the fiscal year ending in March tw- uh, 31st and reports strong results with record operating profits, the majority of the company's revenue coming from digital entertainment sector. This includes mobile games as well as an important platform for the company. This is also the period in which Metal Gear Survive was released for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. The spinoff using Metal Gear Solid 5's Fox Engine was uh, was the first game in the franchise the publisher released since the departure of Hideo Kojima and many other key figures in the series. Although a number of important developers still remain, the game was met with fixed reception, with mixed receptions by critics, garnering lukewarm reviews, and weekly sales charts indicate its sales were relatively low for a game in the series. While the reports does mention the game release, it says nothing about how it performed. This is contrast to the new Pro Evolution Soccer game, which, according to Konami, continued to enjoy stable performance. All that the report says about Survive is that it was released during the three-month period ended. that ended in March 31st. Metal Gear Survive debuted at NR6 in weekly uh, UK charts and sold around 31,000 copies in its first day 
uh, on the Japanese market. In the U.S., it did not make the top 20 for that month. It's hard to say if the game sold below Konami's expectations, but the fact that this report does not comment on its performance at all seems telling. It remains to be seen what the future holds for the franchise, although Konami president Hideki Hakayawa, Hayakawa sorry, stated shortly after Ko uh, Kojima's departure that the series is extremely important to the company and that they will continue to produce products for the franchise. What's your take on that, man? It is. Um, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to go too much into it because it's the conversation that we're gonna have. Yeah. Uh, but I can't say. I can't say it's a surprise to me. Um, given given the. Given the poor reception that that it's received. For sure. Uh, but I won't. I won't. I don't want to say more than that. I mean, if you want to chime in, by all means. But I don't. No, I, I want to get into it. Yeah, I think we, we could cover it a lot in um in our codec conversation. So stay tuned for that. With our last piece of news. We have Death Stranding confirmed for PlayStation E3 Showcase. On the official PlayStation podcast, Sean Layden, chairman of the Worldwide Studios, confirmed Death Stranding will be present at this year's E3. It's safe to assume we will finally see the first extensive gameplay demonstration during this new showing, which I really hope they do. Sean Layden said E3, uh, quote, E3 this year will feature exclusive looks and deep dives on four upcoming titles, four of our big titles. We... We have great content. We have fantastic updates. I think everyone will be thrilled to see it. Those titles are going to be Death Stranding from Kojima Productions. We've got a complete new report for everybody around what's happening with the title. The other three titles Layden mentioned are Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, and The Last of Us Part Two. It looks like Death Stranding is going to be one of the most important titles Sony will showcase this year. The PlayStation Showcase will be held June 11th, 6 p.m., um, PT to listen to the full podcast below. Uh, you can find a link on metalgearinformer.com or you can just search for the PlayStation podcast episode 292. And that episode is called E3 showcase preview. Um, yeah, man, I think you and I were talking about that. We're not so thrilled about it until we see some gameplay. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it to see some gameplay. Yeah. What about you? I mean, there, there are a lot of theories uh, which are surfacing in terms of the game. Like some people are saying that uh, Death Stranding is the closing for Kojima in Metal Gear, um, and that it ties in somehow, but it can't officially. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he doesn't own uh, the the rights to it. But I'm interested in seeing what Kojima will do, and I'm interested in really seeing gameplay for once. You know what I mean? Because uh, I mean we've been disappointed already. But Kojima is good at what he does, and uh, I look forward to it. I really do. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, yeah, that was the last piece of news. Well, as you guys know, uh, we, get our, we get our news from Metal Gear Informer, which we think they do a really good job, guys. Keep it up. Um, and you guys can always head there and read more of their uh, news articles. and they Have some polls going on. They have polls. Yeah, go into there. It's, it's really a, a space for Metal Gear and Kojima fans alike. And uh, we think it's a really good platform. So please, head on over. Again, we get all our information from MetalGearInformer.com. The Codec Conversation. Thanks for joining us here today for um, the Codec Conversation. We're finally here. Sombra Studios. Yes. You guys can finally see it. This is what Heidel has been working on uh, with Giraldi, uh, his partner, for a very long time. And we're so yes. glad to be able to present it to you. How do you want to you wanna give us a little... Uh... Just a quick bit. Uh, in the end, we'll probably ramble on, which we call like our Gent Snake Ramble On yeah. session. That's a good name. That's, that's a, a good, good name. name. Yes. Good name. Yes. yes, yes. The, the Gent, snake, uh, Gent Snake Moment or Gent Snake something Session. Something like that. Something. We'll, um, we'll figure it out. So it took us about two years, two years and a half, uh, to finally get the studio finished. Um, so I think when we started the podcast is when we were like at the tail beginning of of constructing the studio. So uh, we started off very slowly and then we just started just trickling on and continuing. It's been very hard, obviously, because uh, Geraldi and I both have jobs and we were like 
you know, we had to do this after work and weekends and we had to like work with whatever we had, the time that we had. So for those of you watching, thank you. I know you guys have been um, asking about it and I know that um, I've been talking about it for a while about, you know, we're constructing the studio, ETC, all that. I know you guys can't really see it, but um, here's where we record. Um, this is just a little snippet of what we have and hopefully we can probably do a video of um, a little tour of the studio. The soundproof, the soundproof studios and the UCBP headquarters. Yeah, absolutely. This is the heart of UCBP in New York, in New York City. But right. for those joining us for the first time, we don't want to ramble on. You know, you guys are here for a reason. And uh, today we're going to be talking about Metal Gear Survive. Yeah. Now, if you can't tell by the way I just said Metal Gear Survive, it's not good news at all. Why isn't it good news, Arnaldo? Well, how do I say this gently? The game is horrible. Game is not good. It's not good. I um. So I've been. I, I was playing it uh, when it first came out. We thankfully we got codes uh, for it. So thank you Kojima. Uh, Kojima. Yeah, not really. Uh, thank you Konami for the codes. Uh, they were good. But um. I think for us, we went in there optimistically, right? We were very optimistic about it, and we we kind of said to each other, like, you know what? Let's just give it a shot. So we did. It was hard to play. Um, one for, I think, the lack of story. Uh, there was a huge lack of story, and you can tell. And I think the quality wasn't there as much as, like, 5. Although 5 is not my favorite in the series, uh, it still had this kind of, like, grand joyce, like, game you know like it still felt like a metal gear game so in some respects it felt like it belonged right right and uh with this one it was uh too much of um too much of a uh, of going out the way um you know a spin-off too much of a spin-off is what i'm trying to say i feel like even acid acid 2 like even those those you know those games are in canon they still felt metal gear like even though it was a card game what about Revengeance? Revengeance was amazing. Revengeance wasn't a Metal Gear game, right? For no respects. It was made by um, the developers of Vanquish, which are... Uh, it's escaping me. I'll look for it while you keep on talking. Um, not Visceral. They made Dead Space. Man, I completely forgot who made Vanquish. Wow, I was just hearing it this morning. Anyway, um... Sheesh. Anyway, so we, um... At least Revengeance felt like it was it was still a fun game. What was in it? Platinum Games. Platinum Games. Wow, I can't believe I forgot that. Platinum Games. And so, you know, they're mostly like fast action, fast paced, uh, very over the top blade kind of sword fighting. God of War kind of a uh, I, I don't I wouldn't mashing. say God of War. I wouldn't say it's but it's mashing. pretty butt mashing, yeah. It's a hack and slash for sure, but it feels a little bit different than a hack and slash. Um, it feels more Japanese for sure. It feels very animated. Um, even that was fun to play. That was a Metal Gear game, but that was fun to play regardless. Um, and I think for us, we felt going into it was, yeah, well, let's be optimistic about it. But then as the story progressed and as you continue building your base and continue building that stuff, like I felt like Metal Gear Solid 5, what I liked about it was the base building was kind of that progression of growing your team and and sending deploying uh, your soldiers to missions like I like that loop that game loop I didn't really like the game loop here I feel like I'm constantly picking up items to grow and then even then it's not enough to get like certain things I didn't feel like there was a a cohesive progression to what you're doing um, it felt very slow and very tacked on um, and, and it felt very very sustained in where it was. It didn't really grow, right? Like, the story didn't grow, and the character didn't grow. There wasn't much of a character development throughout the story, but also it felt more of just, hey, let's just throw this on in there, and it really felt like that. You know, although we knew that this game was just kind of like, just throw this game out there to make some money, uh, a cash grab, it really felt that way when you play the game. Right. It, it honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll be frank, uh, Konami, you know, as much as we appreciate all that you've done for us, it's like it was a slap t to the face to all MGS fans. Yeah. Like hardcore MGS fans. I know that you didn't want us to confuse this, uh, to be tagged on to the Metal Gear Solid 5, but it was just kind of like you, you took this engine and kind of just spit on it and stepped on it. And it was almost, it was almost like it felt like it was on purpose. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to kind of like kill Kojima's legacy. Yeah. Now, I'm not claiming that you really did do it. I don't know. I'm just saying that's how I felt playing this game. Uh, you know, you start the game and you're already confused. Um, you know, I remember, I remember I wanted to put down the controller. I, I'll be honest. I wanted to put down the controller as soon as I reached the base for the very first time. Yeah. Like I was so bored out of my mind. It, I was just w- hoping it would get better, but it, it didn't. And, uh, you know, this tack on about calling you commander or whatever the case may be, not really using your name and stuff. It just it just felt so distant from everything. Yeah, for sure. You know, and 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 what is it? It's like we get it. You have to survive. You really emphasize the survive part. But I mean, your character gets hungry or thirsty every freaking like so often. It, yeah, it, it feels yeah. like it happens like every thirty seconds. I feel like they could have taken a page out of their own book with Metal Gear Solid Three, where the stamina meter, you know, wasn't as stressed in, you know, in Metal Gear Solid 3 as it is in Survive. You know, the stamina meter, you have to eat, you have to do all these things in order for your stamina to go up. In this one, it feels it feels really, like, just annoying, you know? A little yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah. Like, for Metal Gear Solid 3, I thought it was cool. Yeah. It, like, it, like it, and it made sense. It did, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're in a jungle, you gotta survive. Like, it was very, it was very, how, how do I say this? Uh, moderate in terms of when you actually needed to eat. Yeah. Like Snake can go a while without eating and you'll be okay. For sure. But your soldier can't even run for like what the heck? Um you can't run. You 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 gotta hunt for your food, which is fine, but the food is so far away from all the items are so far away, you're in a desert wasteland and, and you gotta run everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it and it it might seem like we're trashing this game, but it's not because it's not warranted. Like, I know that I tried to like this game. I I really did. Uh, I don't know about you. I feel like you same really here. Tried. I think I think from the top, yeah, of course, I came in with it. Um, you know, for sure, optimistic. But I knew deep down inside, like this isn't the game. I mean, it got a lot of hate. Of course, it got a lot of flack for. Um, the way it was received and obviously Kojima's not in it. So it's, it's, um, it just feels like it was already like doomed. It was heading for his doom. But honestly, I was just like, nah, man, this is still metal gear. There's still people that care about metal gear. And I think I brought up this point before where the people that grew up on this game, they grew up right. And now they're working on in the industry, the things that they loved back in the day, they're working in those industries now. So I trust those people because those people are us. Those people are fans. They're the ones who are in the they're, – they're emotionally attached to it because of the reminiscence of um, their childhood. And it, it reminds them of all these things. But a lot of the people that are left in Konami are you know old-timers and all that. But also I feel like there isn't any new blood in there. I feel like maybe they just – probably grab people from different sectors different uh things that people were working on in konami studios and they just grabbed on and said make a game you know i feel like in order for konami to win because i feel like everyone's trash talking konami right everyone's telling this but instead why don't we try to help them right you know what are what are some key ways for them to succeed i feel like the key ways for them to succeed is either give it to a studio right like um a studio that's passionate about storytelling and, and making video games and is passionate about Metal Gear and who isn't, right? But also some new blood in there. People who grew up on this game. People who love this game because they grew up on it. They're the ones who played it as kids like us. Um, I think those people are the ones who are going to make the game succeed. And two, um, not being any type of, uh, I guess, I don't want to use the word racist or anything like that, but... Um, I feel like this game would benefit from an American studio. Not saying anything about uh, the Japanese or anything like that, but I feel like for this game specifically, um, this game has been more impactful in the West more than it has been over at the East in Japan and and, and state um, countries like that, right? I feel like giving it to an American studio would have uh, just give it that more that push that it needs. 
Um, I'm thinking about games like God of War, man. You know, uh, Sony Santa Monica just did a phenomenal job. That game really, it was, it was well received, right? Back in the day. Um, and I loved it. I'm sure you loved it too back in the day, right? Um, and then, but a lot of people didn't. A lot of people felt like it wasn't, um, it wasn't good because of the character of Kratos, right? The game was fun, but the character of Kratos was like this sexist, misogynistic, um, brute who really had no character development, no like characteristics. He was just like a plain dude. <clears throat> now, fast forward all these years, and you have boy. <laughs> but also you have this character, right? You have this actual person, not just a stone, um, and always yelling, Athena! You know, like, none of that, right? So I feel like giving it to the proper studio um, would would definitely benefit from it. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I heard a rumor that Blue Point might be making another remake. I did hear that rumor, yeah. Uh, not sure who it was. But I definitely think that, you know... Uh, Konami has to uh, focus more on quality rather than the cash grab. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, yeah, they say that they've made good money, but they do sell other products. So we don't know where that money – that money can be coming from anywhere. Yeah, for sure. Well, here's the thing. They, they – we read in the news before the segment, um, which you, you can check out on podcast services, wherever – just subscribe to Under the Cardboard Box podcast. You know, shameless plug for sure. Um, but in the news, we talked about how uh, they, didn't make, uh, they didn't make much money for Survive, right? It wasn't – It wasn't obviously, it wasn't a, um, a cash grab for them per se, right, because they didn't make as much. But you know what will is a game that fans are interested in, which are right now, if you really want a cash grab, Konami, make remakes. Give it to Bluepoint. Remake part one. Part one needs a remake. Um, even the Nintendo games. I mean, I feel like you can go f so so far with that. And I'm not sure if Blue Point, Blue Point is the studio to do that because that's kind of making a new game, you know, in its, in its essence. Um, but Blue Point can definitely do a remake of part one, part two, part three, um, and just remaster those games, you know, really remaster those games, remake them, sorry, remake those games. Um, and I'm sure we've talked about this before in numerous episodes, but that's a cash grab right there. Would you pick up that game for PlayStation 4 or Xbox? Well, I, yeah, I definitely need to pick up a PS4 before I pick up any of those games. No, I would say for Xbox. I know, right? I know. But yeah, yeah, if they were available, I'd pick them up just because of the... I, I love those stories. Yeah. Um, I really like what, you know, what they did for the 3DS where they added the... Uh, the crouch walk and yep, yep. all these other things. And that, that sold, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as Metal Gear survived, so we won't go too much off, you know, it's, it, I found it extremely repetitive in the, in the sense, and the AI for the zombies was just horrific. Um, yeah, I felt like it was a bit, uh, a bit too janky. I'm trying you know? to find something that I liked about the game and I can't, I do like the co-op. Um, I think that being in that world and uh, it's unfortunate you can't play the single player. Well, granted, it's called single player, but um, you can't play the campaign uh, essentially with another person. That kind of sucks. But there are the whole horde mode kind of stuff. But even that, it felt a little weird. It gets it gets tedious, though. Yeah, after it does, a while. Get, tedious, it does yeah. get boring. Like, honestly, I, I'm sure there are fans here or people listening that are fans of, you know, the Call of Duty zombies. That to yeah. me. I, I can see the lore, but that to me, after a couple of rounds, it gets boring to me too. Well, that's why in the recent in recent Nazi zombie games, they added like elements to it, you know, a lot more elements and secrets and all that because yeah, they they probably saw that eh, this could become a little boring with hordes and horde modes and all this stuff, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like with Survive, it was just a bit too much, you know, it was a bit over the top with. They were trying to make something that really wasn't necessary, right? So they were just like, eh, well, just add this, you know? And the zombies, like, they didn't feel – they felt tough, right? They felt, like, pretty adequate. But then at the same time, it, was, it wasn't it was well-balanced at all. Um, you would go from building a base here. You, you'll, you'll put your fences up. You'll put up all your traps. That'll get destroyed. And then, like, for some reason, like, it, it felt – Man, how do I put this, man? It just didn't feel right. It didn't feel it didn't feel right. It wasn't fun. 
Like I wasn't having fun. Video games are meant to have fun. You know, if you if you have to struggle to make a fun video game, um, then you're gonna struggle in those review scores. You know, I, I just think that a lot of their ideas in mind, like in retrospect, would have made an awesome game, but I think the delivery is where they failed. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. Because remember that, you know, of course, why wouldn't you have to search for resources to eat? Yeah, for sure. Why not? Yeah, they could have, you know, they put that in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. You had to eat. Um, but they did it well there where you recover health and whatnot, and you don't even need to eat that often. That often, yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. This is like, you know, I'm hungry now, and if I don't eat, I die. Yeah. But it hasn't even been 10 minutes. Yeah, it feels it feels really, really sparse, you know? Yeah. So what, what I'm... I guess what we're trying to say is is that we give Metal Gear Survive without spoiling anything, but it's a it's a thumbs down, thumbs down on our count on the UCBP here. score. It's a thumbs down. Um, but hey, we would love for you to try it if you want to. We do I, have PC codes. We to do give away. have two PC codes to give away. Yes, we do. We do, and we're more than willing to give them to you. Uh, send us an email at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. Uh, if it's your first time here and you're not subscribed, subscribe to here. Um, and send us an email telling us you subscribe and you want to try the game. And we will send you the code. We'll do that. You make up your own mind. We don't want you to, you know, think that, oh, you know, it's already bad. We're offering it to you for free. Free. For you to try it yourself. Um, courtesy of Konami. And uh, we we really want to hear your thoughts. So send us an email. Uh, let us know what you think about our review. Tell us, are we being harsh? Are we being, like, unrealistic about this? Uh, or are we spot on? Do you think it was really bad? Do you not like the story or the whole concept of your character is infected? So in order to survive, he has to go to this mysterious place and destroy a plague and it's just a whole lot of stuff that is just like uh, lots of stuff happening a lot of stuff happening nothing about it is metal gear uh yeah. but except for like the co-op where you get to you know use walker gears and whatnot but that that's all i have to say about that game uh this game uh, maybe we'll talk about it in other episodes um <laughs> or maybe this is the end of UCBP because we got no more Metal Gear games. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we, we can we can always have other material from other games. That's why you can write to us for uh, your topics, your stories. Yes. Send us topic ideas, guys. We'd love to talk about it. Send us debate ideas. We have debate. Uh, we have debate topics at the ready, you know, that we would love to just talk about with you guys. But again, subscribe to our channel. Uh, like this video if you did. Dislike it if you didn't, and then tell us at the bottom, the comment section, why you didn't like it. Uh, this has been episode 56, the Metal Gear Survive Review. Who's that? Now we're up to the episode where you guys don't miss it at all. The trivia. Heidel. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Impressive. God of War has been a fantastic game for the PlayStation 4. If you have a PlayStation 4, fellow listeners, please pick up the new Sony Santa Monica God of War. It is a thrilling, exciting game. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I haven't beaten it yet because um, of uh, just timing, you know, just time, no time. But pick it up. It's in store. It's on stores now. Came out 420. Um... Yeah, pick it up now. Back to the trivia. Back to the trivia. All righty. Thank you for that. Uh, unwarranted and... Uh, I'm sure the fans missed that, you know? Haven't done it in a while. You know, bring it back, at least. Are you ready? I'm ready. Impressive CQC, Snake. That is... <sighs> Say that again? <laughs> Impressive CQC, Snake. Okay, all right, so Metal Gear Solid 3 in Russia. Let me tell you, first of all, it's in Russia. Impressive CQC snake. I mean, that could be a number of people, man. 
Um, <laughs> they only say it once. Impressive CQC snake. Okay. Uh, man, I want to say the boss, but I feel like. All right. You know what? Screw it. I'm going with the boss. The boss. Metal Gear Solid 3. Snake Eater. Final answer. Where? In Russia, bro. That's really broad. Let me tell you. It was 1964 in <laughs> Russia. Okay. So, you know you're wrong. How? Because it was actually Metal Gear Solid 4. Ah, oh, man. Of course. Ah, uh, yeah. And the yeah. boss never referred to John or Jack as Snake. Yeah, you're right. The only time she did was when... No, she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. She did. The only, there were two times. It was when he asked her to call him that over the radio, which she only did once and never did it again. And yeah. um, at the end where she says there can only be one boss and one snake. Yeah. So Metal Gear Solid 4. It is Metal Gear Solid 4. Big Mama... Hmm, big saying it, mama. Saying it to Solid Snake after you infiltrate her base and you have all her guards, you know, yeah. floored. You know, I'm actually going to re start replaying Metal Gear Solid 4. I've only played it, let me tell you, a handful of times. I haven't played it as much as I played 1, 2, and 3. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start playing it. You know, I love Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. But it is too long. It is. It is it's very long, long yeah, especially when you get to that part where you have to follow the soldier. Yeah, there's no there's no quick way out of that. Yeah, it is too long. Yeah. So I tend. But to... you know, Microsoft Four was really a fan service. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's really a fan service. Yes, it is. Thank you. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it gets a little too long for me, honestly, to just yeah. sit there and watch and play and. Do all that stuff. It's a very slow-paced game. It's not a fast-paced game. No, absolutely not. It's telling a story. A long, a long story. Uh, and with that being said, boy. Boy. But yes, please send your uh, trivia questions to underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your suggestions. We've heard other suggestions, and we love them. But yeah, um, yeah guys, that that was our trivia for this time. So... We get into our uh, our rambling session. Oh man, Jen Snake, you're gonna love this part. Yo, man, go go for it, Heido. I, you know what? Go first. Go ahead, bro. Nah, man. How's it going? I, I give you the honors. Go. How's first. it going? How's it going? I give you the honors. Go first. Ah, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> well, um, still an EMT, which is awesome. Uh, love doing my job. Actually, uh, I do have to wake up super early. How early? So Mondays, I'm up at four o'clock in the morning. Ew. And on Tuesday and Wednesday, because I only work three days out of the week. Trust me, it is. Um, it's not a dream to work three days out of the week because what in those dream. three days there are a ton of hours. In darkness. Uh, and it's back to back, so it gets it gets tiring. Um, but the reason that I chose the three day schedule now is because I was studying. For my nine one one exam. Oh man! To be part of the uh, part FDNY. of the hospital. Nope, not not FDNY. Okay, whatever. Uh, but they do work under FDNY jurisdiction. Okay. And, and how did that go? That test. Well, by God's grace, I did pass the test after taking it several times. Let's get it. Which, um, you know, what? Why did I say that? I say that because I mean, guys, you know, do. Do what you need to do as many times as you need to do it. Um, as long as you, as long as you make it, there's no, there's no, um, there's nothing limiting you to, especially me, you know, given, given my hardships and stuff like that. And I hate studying, uh, and reading and doing whatever the case may be, but I mean, do it guys. Um, but yeah, I, I've passed this test. They sent my stuff over to FDNY, which is the fire department, New York. And they are going to get back to me with my shield and my number, my badge number. When do you get that? I have no idea. I'm still pending. That's Sometimes good. you got to wait. Then I do three rotations to make sure that I'm good. And uh, then I will officially be part of the 911 system, uh, which is awesome. I look forward to that. So that's been going on for a while. Uh, how about you, man? 
Talk to me. Listen, man, it's been, man, it's been a, a journey. Let me tell you that. Uh, I don't know how many times I've said that before, but. A lot. I've said it a lot, really? Yeah. I think we can do a compilation. Yeah, we probably can. How many times you can say it. Let me tell you. Let, let me tell you. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. No, it has been, man. Um, It's been something of a dream of ours because. Then, then. It's been uh, it's been a dream of ours because, uh, man, we've been working our butts off to get the studio started. Um, if you didn't know, uh, if you're new to the podcast and you've been listening uh, for this episode, uh, thank you. By the way, you can subscribe below. But also, we've been we, where we record under the cardboard box podcast is at Soundproof Studios located in New York City. Shameless plug. But also, uh, we've been constructing it for the past few years, Arnaldo. And if you guys didn't know, we started off recording um, here at Soundproof Studios. But when there was no construction, it was just kind of like an empty space um, with just like a bunch of trash and stuff like that. But it was still cool. We still made it happen. Um, and over the years, we've slowly and surely been uh, progressing through um, the structure of this. So we set a goal for ourselves and we said... Geraldi, we're going to finish this in 2018. So we really started ramping up um, construction and all that, uh, like September all the way through December, right? We really went hard in December, really, really hard. I was here Christmas Day working, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day working. Um, it was hard, but we made it happen. Um, we didn't hit that January 2018 goal, but we did hit that February 2018 goal. And we did, and we did it with succession because as soon as we started and we opened up shop, it's been crazy. The reason we haven't put out an episode since February of uh, 2018 for Under the Cardboard Box podcast is because we've been open here at the studio and it's been crazy. So there hasn't been really a time for Arnaldo and I to get together to do this because we usually end our, like, for the studio, we end our sessions pretty late, you know? Um, some of them are extremely late, like 2 a.m. and all that. And then some of them is just, they just don't align with our schedule. Um, so it's been pretty hard, right? Um, what we've been trying to do lately is um, just really coordinate ourselves between my, my business partner and I, just coordinate ourselves with uh, clients and the way we can, you know, the way we, we just book things. So I don't want to bore you with the details, but... Um, I, I'm just very happy that it started, Arnaldo. You know, I know you've been here from the beginning since our Brooklyn studio and us moving from that place, which was a really tough time in my life. And then coming here all the way to here to this to this moment. It's been it's been very, very awesome. It's a dream come true. Um, doing what I love. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great, man. We we've been um, slowly but surely. Uh, replacing, well, not replacing, but owing the people that, the people that we owe from all the way from Brooklyn, man, they, um, they came here, man. They, they're here. Some of them are here. Some of them stuck by all those years has been, it's been like four or five years since Brooklyn and they stuck by us to record here. So some of them, we got out the way already. Um, and we're almost done with them, but we've been getting a lot of new clients, which has been great. So, uh, nonetheless, it's been a journey for sure, and which led us to here. I'm hoping that UCBP continues to grow uh, here at the new space. And when you guys check out the YouTube video, I hope you like the space. Uh, it's just a shot of the the booth with um, the console table right behind us. So same setup, same red couches, um, same mic, but, um, you know, just a different space. So, yeah, pretty cool, man. It's been, it's been really good. Lots of clients, lots of people. Um, yeah. What's up with you? Well, I, I went over that already, kind of, but... Uh, well, what's new, man, aside from EMT? Aside from that, man, it, it's just uh, just been trying to study that, man. Honestly, I'll be be quite frank. Um, there's not much new. I've been trying to steadily move up, steadily trying to figure yeah. things out. Um, you know, things are moving along. It's it's We're in May. Like, this... This year went by fast, huh? It's it's going by fast. It's going by fast, it feels. Um, but maybe it's because we've been that busy. 
But uh, Infinity War came out. That was great, man. That was great. I'm Groot. Watch your mouth. Yeah, no, I have to. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Bro, this is a kid show. I know. You're right. Like, all ages. Like Yeah, you, it's not a kid show. It's a kid-friendly show, though. Kid-friendly. Yeah. Can you apologize? Sorry about that. I'm Groot. I said I'm sorry. And, I'm and then you just said it again. <laughs> Stop Great it. movie, though. Great movie. It was a good movie. movie. It was a good movie. If you didn't see it, we won't spoil it for you. Maybe we'll talk about it in the next one. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and we'll say spoiler alert. But if you haven't seen it. Stan Lee's in it. Spoiler alert. Holy crap. <laughs> um, it's a really good movie. Go watch it, guys. Yes. I love the part, though. I have to say this. I love the part where Batman comes out at the end and yeah. it reveals that he was working with Thanos the entire time. Yeah. Batman. So, Dude, Batman Ninja just came out, actually. Yes. That's another thing. I heard it was really good. Um, hopefully, I can get it on Blu-ray and watch it. Yeah. Well, there, there are things to look forward to, right? <laughs> For sure. Um, hey, guys. Seriously, play God of War. Really fantastic. I'm still game. waiting to play God of War. For sure. I mean, I'm still, still waiting, waiting to, play to play Uncharted, Uncharted Four. So yeah, Heidel, get ready. Heidel is you know slacking in lending me his PS4. Dude, I w- once when I finish God of War. Yeah, you. once when no, I finish God of War. No, but look, I did tell, I did warn you though. I did warn you. I said, hey man, God of War is coming out soon. So maybe now's your chance to to what to borrow the PlayStation Four. I did say that though. Bro, no, no, stop it. Stop ah, it. I'm not I don't want to hear it. Ah, hear well, it. I told you that. So. No, you didn't. Stop it. I sure did. Oh, I sure did. Ah. Nah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> once, when I, yeah. <laughs> once when I finish uh, God of War, man, you could you could borrow it and you could play Uncharted 4 in and God 2020. Of War. Got it. All right. Anyway, uh, that's when Death Stranding will come out. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> and then, then I can't borrow it then exactly, because yeah. then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm well, playing Death Stranding you know. now. Listen, man, it's a very good game. Definitely play it, guys. It's a 10 out of 10 on my book. Um, tens all across. Very fantastic game. Um, what else have I been playing? I've been playing. I've been playing Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Very good game. Uh, it's pretty good. I've been watching Dragon Ball Super. Super. Um, slowly getting through that. I just saw the the Kamehameha fight. Woo, so good. Um, which which one? The you know the one everyone knows right now. The 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 Kamehameha that everyone did a reaction to on YouTube. Oh, when he surfs on the uh, yeah. No, come on, man, don't spoil it for people. I don't want to say it. Whatever. It yeah, that's not gonna spoil it. When he surfs on, I'll leave it at that. All right. But it's it's been a while. It's already over. If you ever watch, uh, I was about to say survive. If you ever watch Super, come on, man, you're late. You're late. You're late. Anyway, um, get on it, man. Shout out to Steven Snowden, man. Just shout out to him. Yes, absolutely. Always on board. Yes. We miss you, buddy. We're going to call you. We're going to call you one of these days. That's right, man. Maybe it was good talking show. to you on uh, Thanksgiving, right? Was it Thanksgiving? Yeah. I believe we... Sp- and we spoke to him after, right? We spoke to him. Yeah, we did speak Christmas to him after. or something? Something like that. Probably. Yeah. He he, he joined us on the show. That was a good Check show. Check him out yeah. on Shock Schlock or Radio. Shock Schlock Radio. That's a bit of a tongue twister. Um, Snowden, miss you, man. Uh, we will we will get in touch with you guys. Let us know if you guys want to be on the show. Yeah. Under the cardboard box at gmail.com. Don't be nervous. We'll call you somehow, some way. You know, we love we love talking to you guys. For sure. Um, Have you been playing anything new? Anything new? No. 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 I, I'm actually, no. Oh, I will here we go. Here we go. Uh, so in the 3DS, I picked up uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time, the remake. Yes. And you beat it. And I beat Wait, it. Wait, how long did it take you to beat it? It didn't take. It, it took me a while because I would play it when I have time. But how long? How long? Like timeline wise, so I can I, I, so I can know no, I, how I, long it's gonna take me. Just play it. I lent it to Heidel. I've never played a Zelda game aside from Breath of the Wild, and he's taking his time. I haven't even touched it. Exactly. Well, I did touch it. No, I did. I created my file, everything. Right. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the first. Alrighty then. In any case, right. yeah, And then uh, I bought Majora's Mask 3DS, and I'm having fun with that. So I'm trying to beat that. So if you guys are Zelda fans, hey. You know, and you haven't picked up these games, but you beat them before. They're not bad, uh, especially if it's been a while. It'll, it'll feel brand new, but at the same time, nostalgic. Yeah. Uh, but Heidel, I think they've had enough of us. They have enough of us, man. I mean, it's just been a while, you know? It's been a while. Yeah. It feels like a therapy session, you know, got, talking to the fans. If you guys like us talking more like this, please let us know, because we can run our mouths forever. Forever. But. On that note. On that note. Heidel. Yeah. I think it's us for... Let me try that again. I think it's time for us to leave the listeners alone. 
If you're just getting to work, have a great day at work. That's right. Thank you, man. You know, Heidel, when you're on the train and you're, man, I hate this job or whatever, you know, or I mean, I don't really hate my job, but it's good. But when you're tired, just hear these words, man. You can do this and you're going to succeed. And that goes for everyone else out there listening. Absolutely. Have a great day at work. Have a great day if you're, it's your day off, if you're listening on your day off. Just have a great day in general, guys. Um, Heidel, I hope you have a great day. I feel like you forgot how you end these things. No, <laughs> no, 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 right. no, no. Because I don't remember. I, I do remember how, how right, I so end tell me, these tell things. Me. Let's, let's hear it. The infamous ending of Arnaldo for UCB Podcasts. Well, infamous. It's not bad. I'm just famous. I just want to tell people, have a nice day, man. It's just, you know, be, we get a lot of emails of people who tell us they listen to this while they drive to work. Yeah, no, it's, it is. It's, it's fascinating. So I'm trying to tell them, yo, have a nice day, bro. Yeah. Like, if you hate your job, seize the day. Like, I hated my last job. If you hate your job, I feel you, man. Sheesh, I, I hated you. mine, too. Exactly. So, I mean, just take it one day at a time. Thank you for listening to UCB Podcast. My name's Arnaldo. And I'm Ahira Martinez. And we are signing off. And that's our show.